That's not a moon. You may fire when ready. I've got a bad feeling about this. I am altering the deal. Oh, pray I don't alter it any further. You must unlearn what you have learned. You felt a great disturbance in the force. I suggest a new strategy, Art. You underestimate the power of the dark side. Hey there, fellow Skittle Buddies, this is Ollie K coming to you live from the sunny beaches of Scarif, here to congratulate Alex, Roe, and Brad on a happy one-year anniversary of the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. And I'd like to thank them for giving us Star Wars fans some great Star Wars content on a weekly or semi-weekly basis. Hope to hear more from you, and I can't wait to have another full year of the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Anyways, congratulations, guys. Thank you, and love y'all. And that's the Scuttlebutt. You've tuned in to the fastest-growing Star Wars podcast on this side of Moss Eisley. Grab your sunscreen and your blasters. This is the Scarif Podcast. All right, Scuttle Buddies, it has been such a great run. It's been one year since the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast has Join the airwaves with the rest of you, and uh, here we are one year later, and uh, it has been fantastic. Who is on the other end of that mic? Let's see who it might be. Who is that? Hey, Ro, it is Brad. I'm, oh, uh, my God, Brad. How you yeah, doing? I, I live. I live. Uh, and uh, I still podcast from time to time. That uh, is great. Yeah. Happy to be here, man. Well, we're happy you're here because it wouldn't be uh, a one-year anniversary podcast edition without my co-founder and uh, other scuttle buddy, uh, Brad. Uh, glad you can join us. Kind of a wild ride, don't you think? Uh, I think, uh, was it the Grateful Dead? What a long, strange trip it's been. Uh, yes. I think that <laughs> it's only been a year. I mean, like, I don't. It's 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 very weird that you know it seems like. That was a long time ago, and then you know, it, it, other times, you know, it just seems like yesterday we were, uh, you know, tweeting about uh, Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, and uh, hey, man, let's do a podcast. Uh, that's kind of crazy. Okay, yeah, let's do that, and then and then we did the thing, and then here know, we are. It's it's, it's been amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I've been on a couple of other podcasts as guests, and uh, you know, recanting the story of how the uh, Scare of Podcast came to be. Uh, you know, you, you're right. You mentioned Star Wars Celebration Chicago. I headed over to McCormick Place with the mic in hand and just started asking some Star Wars fans questions about uh, why they love Star Wars and all yeah. that stuff. But uh, it, it really has an ama- been an amazing ride. Um, so uh, w- let's uh, remind folks, you know, last year, you know, we, we've known each other for a while, even before the Star Wars podcast situation uh, and I yep. keep telling people that, you know, it, it was uh, uh, my interest in in uh, John F. Kennedy and, and obviously your expertise in the subject. And we were kind of talking back and forth. Uh, it, it's kind of a funny thing because we we started to realize that uh, besides JFK, we had other interests and other things in common. Uh, like what, Brad? What was what were the other things that we had in common? Yeah. And it was it was funny because. Uh, you know, you used to use a different Twitter account too, if I remember correctly, uh, that had a different uh, name. 
uh, can't remember what it is now, but, uh, you know, we, yeah, we, we linked together with JFK and, uh, you know, you looked at some of my work on that. And I, if I remember correctly, even, uh, offered to help, uh, produce, uh, a longer, uh, you know, YouTube video or something like that, uh, about JFK. And then, you know, uh, we just kind of like, just, you know, when you, when you just connect on stuff, you know, we connected on JFK and then when, when we connected on star Wars and then not only did we connect on star Wars, we just realized that, you know, we were, completely in sync uh as far as you know how we uh you know how we saw star wars and how we viewed fandom and you know what it means to be a star wars fan and like you said when you went over to uh you know star wars celebration and you know found out you know what people loved about star wars that really just set the tone uh for the podcast from there on out you know we we love star wars you know we've loved star wars for we can say scary you know decades now um you know, we've we've got our, our personal gripes, you know, about, you know, this story or that movie, whatever. Um, but in the end, we love this topic. We love Star Wars, um, the, the characters, the movies, the philosophy, uh, the toys or as we call them, collectibles, um, you know, and, and we just like to do a, a deep dive on those discussions. And, uh, you know, we just really just, you know, clicked. And uh, that's why it's worked. And that's why it's been so sustainable. Um, and prosperous over the last year. Well, it's funny. You taught you, you just mentioned that we were kind of in sync. I mean, talk about in sync. I think we were, uh, I, I think we're clones of Django Fett. Cause, uh, don't we also share a birthday? Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Vir- I mean, we're both Virgos and, uh, I'm, I'm the third and you're right after the that, right? Fourth. The fourth. Yeah, yes. The fourth. Yep. It's amazing. So, yeah. 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 Bromance. So, uh, Bromance. Yeah, bro- exactly. <laughs> talk about, uh, the, the, we're our own favorite ship. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> I love you. I know. Hey guys, this is Todd Hoffman from WSTR Galactic Public Access. Just wanted to take a moment and congratulate you guys on one year. That's a huge accomplishment. Uh, I know it takes a lot of energy and effort to make a podcast every week. And uh, I just appreciate uh, the production quality, your conversation, and your engagement on, on the, the Twitterverse. Uh, really appreciate all that. And congratulations to you, Ro, Alex, and Brad. That, that's, that's awesome. So happy one year. And I love the fact that you guys uh, kicked it off at Celebration. Uh, Star Wars, you know, in Chicago, which is fantastic. Um, what an event to kick off the podcast. And again, happy, happy one year and hopefully many more years to come. And that's the scuttlebutt. So, you know, let's talk about the early days. I mean, you know, we, we, st- you mentioned Star Wars Celebration. We, we, uh, went ahead and did that. But, uh, what, what, uh, what made us kind of- kind of go through that process i mean obviously you know chicago was the host city for star wars celebration but uh i think the fan landscape there was something missing what uh why don't you talk a little bit about uh about that and our motivation for starting it over here hey hey you know what we what we've seen on on twitter and uh, on social media um, you know, just the, 
you you go to the Star Wars celebration. You went to the one in Chicago. Uh, I took my kids to the one in Orlando. And when you go to those, you just realize that the, the and you know I, I get goosebumps as I just talk about it. You know, you you go to these places, and there is nothing but love and when you go to those events you know and it's just you know love of the the thing that's gathering you all there which is star wars and then just you know a, you know love for you know all the rest of the fans there there's you know and then you you hear all the discussion there and it's amazing you know every single nerd discussion that you could ever hope for uh you know what if this happened what, what if that happened what do you think is going to happen in the next movie and you know there's none of that infighting but you know if you look at star wars fandom from a social media perspective all you see is that infighting um so you know what we that's what we wanted to bring to it is a mature respectful uh discussion about star wars and you know what it means to us and uh you know how we how it's changed our lives and uh, you know how how we see it today and how we think it's going to evolve in the future and being able to agree to disagree, um, you know, we we did the episode, and we'll talk probably a little bit more about it about the legacy of balance when uh, uh, you, myself, and Alex were able to get on together, which was amazing. And uh, you know, I can't remember I can't remember how long we talked on that. And um, you know, there was parts where, uh, especially Alex and I, disagreed on how we saw things. Um, but in the end, you know, like I was able to get him to see things from a different point of view and, and vice versa. And, you know, able to actually talk through these things in, in a, like I said, mature, respectful way and, and, you know, have a deeper, uh, understanding of star Wars somewhere in space. This may all be happening right now. 20th Century Fox and George Lucas, the man who brought you American graffiti, now bring you an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Here they come. Coming in too fast! The story of a boy, a girl, and a universe. big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. I am C-3PO, human-cyborg relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Hello. It's an epic of heroes. Villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. Star Wars, a billion years in the making. And it's coming to your galaxy this summer. I'll do, Ro, and Alex, and Brad, even if he's in service. And the Scarif Scuttlebutt crew. This is Rural Farm Boy. Want to send you in a quick transmission, giving you my congratulations on Scarif Pod. Crossing the one-year mark, 
I, if any Indians know anything about me, I've been an avid Star Wars podcast listener for many, many years. And through them years, I've had many a show come and go in my playlist. Didn't even nearly touch a year. Four days gone. Scarepod, congratulations on crossing the one-year line. Here's to another year. And as you can say, ain't about the quantity. Always about the quality. And I'm here to tell you, friends, let me tell you, the quality's found here. You're coming up on your 25th episode. And I got a reserved spot in my playlist that you choose to make and share with us. May the force be with you, friends. See you on the radio. What is thy bidding, my master? There is a great disturbance in the force. You and I said we were, you know, I think you said that it was going to be a no shill, no shill show. Um, And, you know, we're not going to say we love everything just for the sake of that. That's not who we are. Uh, We believe in honesty and integrity. So if if something grinds our gears, we're going to say it. Um, but that doesn't change how much we love the topic that we're talking about. Um, having criticism, like, you know, I've made them, you know, analogy before you you have kids, you know, one of them misbehaves, you're going to discipline them because you love them, you know? (laughs) So, you know, you know, talking negatively about something doesn't mean you love it any less. Um, it just means you love it so much where you're willing to, you know, criticize it and, you know, hope it gets better. And, you know, that's what we set out to do from before we even, you know, we, we pretty much made that agreement before we even, you know, hit record the first time that whatever we did, uh, it was going to be honest and uh, we were going to bring it um, and, and speak it truthfully like we saw it. And I'm, I'm just happy that uh, we've been able to stick to that. And that's resonated with, you know, some of the, our fellow fans on, on Twitter and other social media. And they've been able to latch onto that. And say, so, you know what, you know, <laughs> they may not agree with this, but, you know, they appreciate that we're, we're speaking it from our hearts. Um, and I, I'm glad that's worked out. Yeah, definitely. You know, you mentioned the uh, episode Legacy of the Force. That's one of my favorite episodes that uh, we all participated in, you, me and Alex. It is a deep dive into that philosophy and that uh, discussion topic. And yes, you're right. We've had many opposing views, uh, both uh, in the podcast, but um, on Twitter as well, where we uh, hang out most of the time discussing all things Star Wars. And, you know, I I can't remember exactly who it was, but uh, somebody had called us the um the switzerland of star wars fans where uh, <laughs> where yeah. you know we were able to accept uh you know every point of view uh without uh you know being mean about uh, opinions and uh and you're right it's uh it, it it's a lovely way to discuss what we love uh what we don't like about it uh and uh it's it's just been a a, a fantastic ride and I hope that uh, we continue, you know, that was, uh, this is our first year, and I hope we continue to do that. Um, you know, Star Wars is here to stay. Obviously, there's going to be more, uh, but um, it's a very exciting, exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, you know, we, for the last couple of years, we've gotten a lot of uh, Star Wars content. We're going to be 
getting a lot more Star Wars content, uh, you know, through the uh, advent of uh, Disney Plus uh, books, uh, this new Project Luminous that is, uh, you know, looming overhead, as they say. But uh, it, it's a, just a great thing. And, and you're right. Just because we don't like one aspect of Star Wars uh, doesn't mean that uh, we're going to throw the uh, baby out with the bathwater, as they say. Hey there, Roe, Brad, and Alex. This is Rob LeBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Wanted to reach out to you guys and wish you congratulations on your one-year anniversary of the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Uh, I started a little bit before you guys did. Never really thought I'd be collaborating with a bunch of dirty Imperials such as yourselves, uh, but it's certainly been an awesome year. I've had a lot of fun working together with you guys, both for content on the Scarif podcast as well as the live streams that we have done and uh, certainly some of the cross-collaboration that is going to lead to bigger things for us in the year to come. So uh, keep up the great work you guys do and just an amazing job. I certainly uh, very much value the relationship that I formed with you. Uh, ScarifCon 2019 was amazing uh, and certainly a highlight of the year. And I'm very much looking forward to hopefully many more ScarifCons to come in the years upcoming. So again, congratulations. You guys are doing an amazing job. You're certainly putting out content that is accessible and certainly enjoyable by people of all different opinions. And I think that uh, that is really what we need more of in the Star Wars community. And I'm happy to call you guys friends, uh, co-conspirators and co-creators. So have a wonderful year in 2020. And I look forward to working with you guys much more in the future. Scuttle Buddies, this is Rob, host of the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. When you grab your sunscreen and your blasters, don't grab just any sunscreen. Grab a bottle of Tuscan Tan. It's the only sunscreen rated to withstand a single reactor blast from the Death Star. And that can certainly come in handy when you're stationed at the Data Vault Archive on Scarif. You're listening to the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Target the base at Scarif. Single reactor ignition. Yes, sir. Hey, guys, Chris Walken here. I've been listening to your show. Take some time. Check it out, the Scour of Scuttlebutt Pod Show, and that's Scuttlebutt. This is Matt from Austin, Texas, and that's the Scuttlebutt. Uh, my name is Jennifer, and that's the Scuttlebutt. Hey, everybody, be, may the force be with you. Awesome, good job, high five. My name is Darren, the Fisherman Gordon, and that's the Scuttlebutt. Awesome, thank you very much, and may the force be with may you. May the force be with you. Awesome, and that's the Scuttlebutt. So, you know, going back to the early days, uh, I, I just real fast, I just wanted to touch on something kind of trivial, but it's kind of fun. Who do you think might be some of our very early uh, followers, early adopters of the Scuttlebutt podcast? Can you name anybody? 
Well, I mean, I mean, I think Shannon might might have to be first on, on that think, list. Yeah, I was gonna say Shannon might be first. Uh, Ollie for sure, because I think Ollie, Ollie, yeah. Ollie followed me over from my other Star Wars account when I talked about um, collecting and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, but Matt uh, Vader. Yeah. Matt Vader. Matt Vader. Yeah, that yeah. Was a long time. Matt, that was a long time, but uh, yeah, definitely. You know, we've had some uh, really great. Uh, followers that have stuck with us uh, through and through, and we're getting new ones all the time. Um, and it's been fantastic sharing discussion topics with uh, both, uh, you know, early adopters of the Scarif podcast and some of our new followers. And when it comes down to it, I think basically we're kind of, uh, you know, all we're doing is pretending like the 21st century never happened. And we're having those discussions that we used to have in the you know, as kids in the 80s and then, you know, a little bit older in the 90s, uh, where you would just, you know, sit around at school with your buddies and and talk about Star Wars. And, you know, you know, the, like I said, the what ifs and, uh, you know, uh, you know, what do you think about this character? And, and that's and, and you didn't get offended by, you know, their opposing viewpoints or alternate viewpoints. Uh, you just uh, appreciated for what it was. And that didn't lessen your opinion at all um it just means that there's you know diversity in opinion i've said it you know many times that's the most important diversity is the diversity of opinion and uh you know that's what we focus on and that's all we're doing is restoring those those classic 1990s you know star wars conversations that we had yeah i mean that it's so weird to think about you know i can't fathom uh starting a fight in the uh schoolyard over a star wars conversation with two, you know, two kids that might have a different opinion. No. It's kind of weird that it happens all the time now. And, and being, uh, being called, uh, this name or that name, just because you have a certain opinion about a certain character or, or a certain movie or a certain, you know, writer or director, you know, you were this, that, and the other, that, that wasn't, that wasn't it. You know, uh, you know, Boba Fett's awesome. Boba Fett sucks. You know, you know what, you know, everybody <laughs> used to have their, their opinion, you know, Boba Fett had three minutes of screen time. He, he's a, he's a nothing character. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I respect your opinion, but you're wrong. Bubba Fett's the greatest thing ever. And, you know, that was the extent of our conversations, and everybody was happy at the end of the conversation. Uh, totally, totally. Yeah. So, you know, again, you know, from from before, you know, we uh, we, we talk about what we were doing even before the podcast. I know yeah. uh, we both had all three of us, actually. I mean, including Alex, you know, we both had uh, we all had some stuff that we were doing beforehand. Um, I had uh, another podcast called Enjoy Star Wars Responsibly, where I yep. went under the name of uh, what was this? Uh, Nova Mortis. Yep. yep. And uh, you had uh, Dex's Diner. Oh, Dex's Diner. Um, Dex's Diner, Alex. You know, it, it's funny because I always tell Alex, you know, even before you brought him on um, to, to help out with the podcast, uh, he had the, or he still has the Salty Nerd podcast. That's one of the first podcasts that I ever listened to. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a really good podcast. They don't waste like 
40 minutes talking about breakfast or sports before the actual, you know, beginning of, of their subject. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'd like to do. That's what I wanted to get yep. into. And that's one of the biggest reasons that I, you know, still enjoy Alex uh, and the Salty Nerd podcast because they, they get down to brass tacks and, uh, you know, don't waste any time. Kate, Katie's been, uh, actually, uh, started Dex's diner back up. Uh, so she's, uh, She's running that podcast again. And, you know, that that had the same, uh, you know, just natural fun feel to it where we didn't, uh, you know, look too high on ourselves. And we just, uh, you know, Katie, Joe and myself just, you know, got together and talked about Star Wars. You know, that we had a very loose script on that one, too. And it just yapped about Star Wars. So I'm happy that she's been able to start that back up as well. The Emperor is awaiting my report. One had hoped that he and Lord Vader might have been here for such an occasion. And I thought it prudent to save you from any potential embarrassment. Your concerns hardly warranted. If saying it would only make it so. All Imperial forces have been evacuated and I stand ready to destroy the entire moon. That won't be necessary. We need a statement, not a manifesto. Target Jetta City. Prepare single reactor ignition. What has happened in one year? Uh, Brad, I'm glad you asked. We've had so much happen in the last year here at the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast, but also in the Star Wars fandom community. We've got uh, The Mandalorian that came out on uh, Disney+. Plus. We had, uh, we've got the last and final uh, season of The Clone Wars and the big tentpole event that happened last December, The Rise of Skywalker. A lot has happened in a year. Oh, yeah, just a couple um, things. I mean, what uh, what else can we look forward to? This is uh, just amazing, amazing. Um, I had asked the gals over at the Galactic Podcast, um, one of their Ask the Gals question, I, I will pose it to you. Uh, what would you say if Lucasfilm said, okay, no more theatrical films, now Star Wars will live on streaming? How would you react? You know, I'd be okay with it. Um, it, it, it would be, uh, it'd be a little bit, Sad, you know, you know, not having that uh, two or three year workup uh, and, uh, you know, build up uh, excitement to, to another movie, um, you know, but lately the movies and, you know, I'm there's an anniversary podcast. So I don't get uh, too negative. You know, it's, it's almost been uh, more trouble than it's been worth. Uh, sad to say, uh, with the amount of, uh, like we said, um, you know, infighting. Um, but you know, the, the folks that they've had working on the projects, you know, on the on the Mandalorian, you know, Favreau and, uh, you know, everybody working on, on the Clone Wars project. And, uh, you know, like, you, as you mentioned, Project Luminous, all those uh, writers and stuff like that, what they're doing um, in, you know, the new comic book series. The amount of work they're putting into it has been uh, phenomenal. Um, so, you know, would I miss having a movie? Yeah. But uh, there's so much good uh, material out there. There's so much to discuss. You know, we can still at any time go back and do a deep dive on uh, any one of the, the movies that's been released. But, you know, if there was, if they were going to continue on making movies, you know, as a as a fan, you know, I'd have personal demands that, you know, they that the whole thing is planned out ahead of time, that it's a cohesive trilogy. If it's going to be a trilogy. And uh, for the max extent possible, stick with the same, you know, writers and directors the entire way. So there's not such a dramatic shift in tone 
um, you know, throughout the trilogy. And if they can't, if for what, I, I don't get it. You know, Disney can put together 20, what, 21 uh, MCU movies that are somehow all linked together, right. uh, but can't put uh, three Star Wars movies together that link together. Uh, so if they, whatever reason, if they can't do that, I am perfectly fine. You know, the, uh, my sons and I are enjoying the heck out of the, the new Clone Wars, or, you know, the last Clone Wars uh, season here. And obviously the, the Mandalorian was just amazing uh, start to finish. And it, you know, and there was little to, I don't say little to know, there's always some, some bickering back and forth, but for the most part, that was, I think, universally loved um, series. Yeah. So, and, and I'd rather have that. If you have projects that are, bringing the fans together instead of being completely divisive. I'm, I'm completely okay with that. I totally agree with you on that point uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, obviously a uh, Star Wars film in the theater is uh, quite a big event for a lot of people. You know, people dress up, people, uh, you know, uh, plan uh, these large events, these large gatherings. And I, for one, love the theater experience. Uh, I love you know, getting some drinks with some friends and heading over to the theater, grabbing a popcorn or a soda, whatever, sitting down and just watching uh, this, you know, these movies that we all love with, with community, with, uh, with people. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be, uh, it's quite a different experience at home, obviously. Uh, right. I like the uh, darkened, the large darkened theater, the theater sound. Uh, I think uh, when, you know, if that technology ever um, is accessible to as many people, um, you know, at home, then, you know, that might be a different story. But, uh, for now I really love just, you know, getting out of the house and going into a darkened theater to, to experience, uh, emotion with so many people. I think it's, uh, something about that, uh, is as old as cave paintings, I may say. Yeah. And, uh, you know, something just popped in my head as you were talking. Uh, I, I'll be uh, honest with you. If all they did, if they just re-released, the movies, you know, from time to time, uh, you know, cause you know, I was lucky that my kids got to see, uh, most of the new movies with me, uh, starting, uh, with, uh, episode seven, uh, and all the movies thereafter. Uh, but if they just, you know, if they released them uh, again from time to time in order, you know, chronological order, uh, my kids didn't get to see episode one in theaters and, uh, there's nothing still, you know, seeing, you know, Darth Maul's, you know, second blade coming out, uh, on the big screen, um, and, and, uh, the, the music of John Williams, um, with that, uh, there's nothing like that experience. So I'd be perfectly happy if they just re-release it. I would still go see episode one, you know, probably three or four times in the theater if they re-release that movie. Um, and, and really all, all the movies, well, at least most of the movies, uh, <laughs> as well. So I, I'd be okay if they just re-release some movies. Not condone a course of action that will lead us to war. A communications disruption can mean only one thing invasion. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Begin landing your troops. Yeah, I, I don't know why they don't do that. I think it would uh, definitely generate uh, some more revenue, but uh, it would get fans excited. I would love to see, uh, you know, the original trilogy in the theaters again. 
Uh, I think the, the only one that I didn't see in the theater, and I blame my piano lessons uh, for that, is I, I missed Return of the Jedi in the theater. It came out on a Wednesday, I think, and I was ready to go, but Wednesday was piano lesson day. And uh, what a jump. My mom didn't understand <laughs> that I needed to be sitting in the theater watching Return of the Jedi and not uh, learning my scales, but I digress. Mm-mm. That's sad. <laughs> So here's a question uh, from one of our followers and a fellow uh, pod people. Um, Pete Fletzer over at Around the Galaxy just uh, tweeted this out. This is a great question, you know, here on our one year anniversary show. Let's see if we can kind of pick this um, pick some answers and, and uh, answer Pete here. It says, uh, what's something that you wish you knew a year ago about podcasting that you know now? Great question. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if I know anything about podcasting. <laughs> I can't even get a camera to work. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe wow. not technical, but like philosophically, what, what, what do you think? You know, do, uh, I, I can kind of chime in while you think about this, but, uh, yeah. you know, when we first started this, obviously, you know, I, I knew it was going to be fun. I knew we were going to be able to kind of interact with people, but, uh, hell, if I knew how, uh, these relationships were going to change my life, uh, you know, Rob from Jedi temple archives, David Triana, followers of the force, uh, Andrea and, uh, Lauren. Uh, I mean, uh, there's just a lot of people that I can just make a, a long list. You know, these are people that, uh, that have, uh, followed the podcast. We've interacted with them. They've been on the show and vice versa. Um, again, just, you know, I, I don't want to get all touchy feely, but it, it's just, uh, one of those, uh, wonderful wonderful byproducts of of having a podcast and and interacting with with all these uh star wars friends and it's it's an amazing thing uh in addition to you know well to tag on to what you said like people you know knowing how much they yearn for that networking that you're talking about and you know that's almost you know we we started doing that we played around with that uh idea for a while and then it's you know past few months for you it's really taken off uh so knowing that but from a per- personal per- uh, perspective you know like we said we always wanted to be honest but you know i can say personally i can i won't speak for you you know even we said we would be dedicated to being honest and truthful and having integrity even now i think looking back i still held back a little bit uh, as far as <laughs> you know you know my opinion and um people Deep down, deep down these days, crave truth. They crave the truth. Um, and, you know, it it might uh, make them a little unsettled at first hearing it because uh, they're these days they're not used to it in, in a lot of cases. Um, but I think deep down, most people, whether they realize it or not, crave the truth. And I, I would have been even a little more uh, unrestricted, if you will. Uh, in in the earlier episodes, now you know I give my opinion, and you know I'm fairly certain, you know whether it's on Facebook or on Twitter, 90% of my followers have muted me. Um, but I tell you what, those 10% that haven't muted me really like what I'm putting out there. Um, but the rest have just muted me. That's okay. That's that's fine. Um, as one of our as one of our followers uh, has known f- uh, for saying, uh, quality 
before quantity. So uh, those 100%. those are those are a good ten uh, percent. Absolutely, I'll take that. You know, I'll take that small core group. We've said that a many times. You know, we we never thought we'd get over to ten followers at, at one point, and but uh, damn it all, we loved our ten followers that we had, uh, and and still do, and they're still with us. So. That's and what it's I, all about. And I do remember, you know, we, we there were some times that uh, we might have uh, harped uh, a little too much on, uh, you know, a certain uh, film. And yep, I think yep. we lost uh, one or two followers. And, you know, I, I can understand if you don't want to continue to hear the same, you know, blabber back and forth. Uh, I, I get it. In, in our defense, though, at the time, that was the most recently released project. Uh, so it was still on yeah. the table for discussion, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. We'll, we'll let the uh, water under the bridge. Today is the end of the Republic. The end of a regime that acquiesces to disorder. At this very moment in a system far from here, the new Republic lies to the galaxy while secretly supporting the treachery of the rogues of the resistance. This fierce machine on which you have built, upon which we stand, will bring an end to the Senate, to their cherished fleet. All remaining systems will bow to the First Order and will remember this as the last day of the Republic. Deploy the garrison and remember those Scarif skies. And thanks to Charlie Skywalker for that speech from Starkiller Base. Always creative, that bunch of friends we've got. For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us. And binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must... Feel the force around you, here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Hey, Rowan Brad from Scarif Podcast. This is Charles. And Hat. Conversations Podcast. And we just wanted to wish you a happy one year anniversary. And we can't wait to see what you guys are going to do in the next year. Pat, why don't you take it away? Hmm. The Force will be with you always. Here's a deep question for you, Brad. If uh, it, So it's our one year anniversary of the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. It's always sunny on Scarif and all that. But uh, let's just say uh, we just uh, we quit now. We uh, chuck it all up to a great experience. It was a fun year. What do you think our legacy would be? You know, I, I mean, it's it's that's a that's a loaded question. But I mean, it, it goes back to um, you know just uh, being genuine, uh, being yeah. honest. And uh, totally. you know, having integrity with all we do, and uh, Switzerland, uh, as, yeah, exactly. As you, yeah. t- you know, I mean, you know, it people still talk about early Scarif uh podcast, you know, and that's that's pretty cool. Um, so the, the topics that we've talked about, I mean, we're um, 
we're, we're not afraid to take those deep dives uh, into some of the more serious discussions. And uh, I think that that's worth remembering that, uh, you know, like you said, that uh, the balance episode uh, and, you know, the legacy of different characters, you know, Leia and, you know, everything we've done uh, where, you know, we get past the surface. We don't just scratch the surface. You know, it's one thing just to talk about the, the latest episode uh, of, a, of a cartoon or uh, the, you know, even the latest movie, um, but right. to take a, you know, a deeper look at, at these, uh, I think will be, uh, definitely remember for that. Yeah, I think that's one of uh, one of my favorite things to do is really take a deep dive, like you said, the legacy of the Force. Uh, you know, and speaking of legacy, I mean, we created that series, Legacy of episodes, yep. and uh, you know, we we enjoyed framing it around uh, certain characters. We uh, our first uh, mega crossover episode with uh, Andrew and Marisha over yes. at Coruscant Radio Underground. That was a lot of fun, and really. You know, I, I think that was, uh, I don't want to say, uh, you know, we were trendsetters, but uh, I'll say I, I, I could swear that after we uh, coined mega crossover episode, everybody and their grandmother was doing mega crossover episodes with each other. I mean, <laughs> I could be wrong. Yeah, but. no, we, we both we both kind of noticed that independently at the same time. Like, hey, look at this. Like, oh, look, they're doing it, too. Um, and, you know, I just didn't see it. You know, at the time, I, they say imitation is the highest form of flattery I've tried to accept that it's you know i'm i don't know i'm a bit egotistical but uh i've had, had our time with that um you know I, I just didn't see it maybe we missed it uh maybe we just noticed it because we did it um but you know i'll be 100 percent honest with you i didn't see it uh before we did it uh at least not very often sure. and then it was happening all the time and you know what now i am completely okay with that and if it's you know we got more networking and it makes for a tighter community I'm 100% okay with that. And yeah, I'm proud of that as well. So this is Marisha and Andrew with Coruscant Radio Underground. And we are here to wish a very happy first anniversary to the Scarif Scuttlebutt, one of our favorite podcasting and friends. We've had such a great time with you guys talking Star Wars, talking Princess Leia, and having lots of fun with you being my single most reliable retweeter on Twitter, including my husband. No one likes my tweets as much as Scarif does. <laughs> Not even Andrew. <laughs> Now, congratulations on reaching the one-year milestone. We've had a great time working with you guys on some of our crossover episodes, on participating in some of your YouTube live streams, and we can't wait to see what's coming next from the Scarif Scuttlebutt. Definitely. So congratulations, guys. And uh, I hope you all have many more exciting years talking about Star Wars. Looking forward to it. Happy birthday, dear Scarif Scuttlebutt. Happy birthday to you. May the force be with you.
This is Marisha from Coruscant Radio Underground. And this is Iana from the Padawan Report. And this is the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast, your source for everything going on in that galaxy far, far away. And that's the Scuttlebutt. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, uh, you know, it's I, I think it's one of the elements that kind of solidifies the community, uh, you know, as a whole. I think, uh, you know, we've been on each other's podcasts. We've been, uh, you know, guests on, on other podcasts and we've had people on. So I, I think it's just great. I think it's a, a great way to foster network uh, and community. It's a great way to continue discussing, you know, this this franchise that's over, you know, four decades. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we've I think we've all done a, a really great job of uh, kind of opening that dialogue and kind of uh, setting the stage for, you know, what's to come, uh, especially you know, especially in the fandom community, I think, you know, you start to, uh, you get on Twitter and you obviously you see all the bad, uh, the bad kind of floats up to the top and, and some of the good stuff kind of sinks to the bottom. I kind of believe that we're kind of changing, changing that paradigm uh, a little bit because, uh, because of all uh, the wonderful podcasts and wonderful friends that we've made out there on Twitter. Absolutely. And what people need to remember is uh, Twitter is not real. <laughs> uh, like you, like, like you said, all, all the flotsam and jetsam, you know, that, that's, that's what you see. Um, I think 98% of the people that use Twitter don't ever tweet. They just read, uh, they might like, or they might retweet, but they don't, they don't talk. Uh, so, you know, what you see is not what is in real life. I'm glad that we have been able to make it a more tight knit community. So the Star Wars podcast community is an amazing one, and we've uh, kind of utilized or coined the phrase pod people, pattern family, etc. We've uh, obviously garnered some great relationships that helped us grow throughout the year, and uh, we're excited to continue that uh, trek across the stars. Uh, mm-hmm. What are what are some of the things that uh, that you'd like to see going forward for the for the channel and for the fandom? Uh, I think we've you know the, this first year obviously has been a great uh, experience and a great start. But uh, what are some of the things that uh, excite you? Yeah, I really like what you got going uh, with the with the networking and uh, making that uh, cross platform, um, you know, f- a sort of media. Uh, via podcasting, Twitter, uh, the websites, um, and uh, just something that I've tried to do for a while now, and that's just even more collaboration with just the fans. We're uh, networking with a lot of the podcasts, but you know, um, I think I'll, you know, if we can with uh, with the website, is uh, one of the I don't know, it, fan fiction seems to be have taken a, a bit of a dive. I think compared to what it used to be. And I think a lot of that is just because uh, people are scared to put their work out there for the criticism that they get. Yeah, um, but and the know, other thing too, is I think people are, I mean, well, I don't want to talk for everybody, but I, uh, for me, especially, I, I think we're, we're, we're because of social media, I think we're getting a little lazier, you know, I mean, you know, we, we, we retweet and we read, uh, you know, what is it? 240 characters, nine times out of 10, we don't read the article. We just read the headlines and say, oh yes, I like it. But yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the ability to, uh, put your heart and soul into something and, uh, be able to be brave enough to put it out there for people to experience it, critique it, 
criticize it, uh, you know, tell you you're an idiot for writing it. I mean, that uh, that takes a lot uh, uh, out of you uh, if you're willing to do that. And if and it does happen, because obviously we all know what Twitter's like. And, you know, going back to Switzerland, I'd, I'd love to be a uh, an outlet, uh, a platform for that. I, I can't remember the uh, web. It was. I want to say it was almost an offshoot of the Star Wars website itself, or is it was like StarWarsFanfic.net or some, some, something along those lines. But there were a million different uh, boards that you could post on. Um, you know, whether you liked, uh, you know, bounty hunter stories or Jedi stories, oh, I Sith stories. Remember that. Yeah, I um, remember and that. I used to post on that thing uh, relentlessly, and you could uh, leave, uh, you know, comments for people. And, and back in back when this was a thing, they were. You know, if you didn't like it, you just didn't comment. That, that's an amazing idea. Um, <laughs> so the, the comments you would get were like nearly 100% positive, uh, even if you only got, uh, you know, two or three comments. Um, but, you know, some of the boards were like uh, one of my favorite. And I may have brought this up before was um, was world design, was uh, planet design uh, for Star Wars. And uh, actually, I, I created that board, so I'm, I'm proud of that one. Uh, and you would uh, – you know, just you would design a, a world for Star Wars and, you you know, you can make it more and more complex. And uh, that caught on. And these were some of the coolest places, uh, people's imaginations, uh, just wild. And like, I, you know, I would love to see this in a Star Wars movie. And then you could uh, write stories based off those planets that people had created. Some of the best stories I ever read were fan fiction. Uh, you know, they might not be as polished as the ones that get published. Um, but that, you know, that's okay. But as far as storyline and just genuine love for, you know, the characters and the story, you can't pass up fan fiction. Um, I think the, what we call them, the, the Raylos, um, they might be like the only uh, sect left that's actually still writing fan fiction. Although I don't think they're uh, rated. Uh, I think they're not suitable for work. Right, uh, right. Most of them, but uh, <laughs> they're about the only group left uh, writing fan fiction. So, you know, amongst all your, uh, collaboration that you're doing, if we can bring stuff back like that, or if people just want to, uh, you know, write an article about, you know, something they like about Star Wars, you know, getting that on the website, uh, I would love to see us continue to uh, uh, promote uh, the, the fans work. Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, you know, and again, going back to my love for Star Wars and what inspired me, you know, we had those episodes, what inspired, you know, how Star Wars inspired you. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, you know, another set of uh, some of my favorite uh, Scuttlebutt episodes. Um, but, uh, you know, artists behind the scenes, all those people that, uh, you know, created this uh, this this thing out of nothing. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's very inspirational and it's very, um, you know, on point to what we're talking about. Uh, we'll definitely have, you know, a couple of artists. Uh, I never thought of the idea of the fan fiction, so that would be a, a great addition to um, our, uh, you know, our collection here of uh, of creatives and content creators. I think that's a, a great suggestion. Yep, and and you you did a lot of those, um, you know, you've done interviews and uh, with some of the folks that have worked on Star Wars, and uh, you know, continue on with that because they've all got such great stories, stories that you know. The, the behind the scenes at the end of the movie, you, you don't see all those stories and they've all got great personal stories about making these things that we love. So, you know, continue on with that as well. Side note, uh, Dominic's getting uh, stir crazy, I think, uh, with all this quarantine. Uh, so 
make sure you give him some work so he can, uh, uh, and you know, yeah. do his craft that he loves and that he's so good at. So uh, shout out to Dominic and hook him up. Hey, this is Dominic Pace from The Mandalorian and just want to congratulate Team Scarif on their one-year anniversary. Wishing everybody all the best. It's been a privilege to chat with each one of you. And remember, it's always sunny on Team Scarif. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, you know, all these people that are uh, doing their own thing, you know, we talked a little bit about Alex and his relaunch of the Salty Nerd podcast, uh, again, yes. with full force. They've got a great team over there. If uh, you guys are uh, interested in uh, movies and pop culture and all that stuff, uh, I told them it's like uh, C-SPAN for geeks, um, <laughs> you know, hanging out with uh, with your best buds, talking about movies at a uh, coffee it's, shop or bar. Is C-SPAN not for geeks to, to begin with? <laughs> to begin with, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> by the way, I, I didn't want to date it by mentioning coronavirus, but if it is the year 2049 and you are digging through the uh, <laughs> ruins of the Sears Tower and happen to find the podcast, uh, yeah, this is when uh, the coronavirus was uh, was going around. And, uh, well, I guess you know the rest of that why, story. Why is the podcast in the Sears Tower? What's, what's, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bad movie is that? That's all they find in the ruins of the Sears Tower is the Scarab Scuttlebutt? Oh, man. What's up, guys? JT here from the Nerf Herder Council. Just wanted to drop you guys a quick message saying uh, congratulations on making it to your one-year anniversary. Uh, we've been doing our show for a little over five years now, and I definitely can tell you that our first year was the most difficult. You know, we thought it would be easy to do a Star Wars podcast, just, you know, turn some mics on and start talking about Star Wars. And as you guys, as I'm sure, have found out, it's not quite that simple. Uh, there's so many shows out there, and you always have to try and come up with something unique and try and put a different spin on things and try not to regurgitate what so many shows are doing and i think you guys do an awesome job of that you guys always have a unique spin on things and your opinions and and, and takes and whatnot are very educated and well thought out and it's it's just a really really entertaining show that you guys put out there so uh, congratulations again on your one year anniversary thankfully uh i can tell you from personal experience it, it gets easier as it goes and it be, kind of becomes second nature. Looking forward to a lot more stuff from you guys. I definitely am a fan of the show and looking forward to doing some more podcaster hangouts and whatnot. And uh, one of these times we'll have to get you guys to jump on with us and we'll do like a crossover episode. That'd be a blast. So uh, again, congratulations and hope to talk to you guys soon. Take care. Star Wars has brought us closer to the fandom through collaboration and dialogue and in a way, the podcast has brought a newer appreciation of what it means to be part of this community. Why do we do it? What are some of the... I'm just reading it now. This is it's kind of uh, cheesy, but uh, oh well, that's what I wrote. <laughs> mm -hmm. when, when, when are we going to get to Shannon's question? I've been dying to answer Shannon's question. 
Getting back to follower questions, uh, my, our number one scuttlebutter, Shannon Smith, uh, posed a question for us, Brad, and uh, I hope you're able to answer it. Uh, you did answer it on. Well, you didn't. You hinted that you had an answer I online. Yeah. So, uh, if a Star Wars character had a podcast, who would be the host, and what would it be called? That is All a right. good one, Shannon. Thank you very much for that question. And uh, what do you think, Brad? To me, this was a no-brainer. Uh, I think it's the number one smooth talker in the Star Wars universe. And by that, I mean Hondo Onaka. You will pay for your insolence. Insolence? <laughs> we are pirates. We don't even know what that means. He loves to talk. You know, he loves to talk to get himself into trouble, and he uh, talks his way out of trouble. Uh, but he loves to talk, so you know I would listen. I, I think he's, I, I think he's 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 funny as hell. Uh, every time he he's whether you know all his interactions with Obi Wan and uh, everyone else, uh, his his little uh, Ugnaught friend that he's got there. Every single interaction he has is hilarious, um, and he spans what he's he was in the Clone Wars, and he's we know he's in the um, he's in the sequel trilogy time frame as well. So he's seen everything and i think done everything and the name of that podcast would of course be the pirate's booty well you could be my new favorite spy <laughs> nice nice let me warn you you are not the first laser sword wielding maniac i've had to deal with and hongo Naka survives every time uh, is this thing on Perfect! I'm so glad you liked it. I will take credits care of Hondo Anaka, delivered directly to Melch, from whom I will take my fair share. Wonderful! <laughs> I didn't uh, put as much thought into that question or the answer to that question as you did, Brad, but I do have uh, one, uh, I guess, uh, one answer. I think uh, Admiral Grand Admiral Thrawn would be Ooh. a great uh, podcast. He'd be a great host um, because of his soft spokenness. I almost uh, picture a show that he would have that is in the, I guess, in the same tone as like uh, you know, like National Public Radio. Well, uh, just just how he's like soft. He's a soft talker and he's very precise. So you lost here a singular, yet you hold the parade. Explain yourself, Governor Price. A celebration of our victory over the rebels, Grand Admiral. As for General Sindula, I have something better. Ah, it's true then. But the Jedi's death came at a cost, did it not? Did you really believe that holding a parade would hide the fact that you destroyed our entire fuel supply? In defeating Kanan Jarrah's, you have accomplished what the rebels failed to, and given them a victory. The operation of Ophal, my TIE Defender project, has been compromised. You know, I, I'm with you, man. Uh, I mean, I think um, we might be the only ones to tune into it just because he's a genius, and so I would listen to him for that. Uh, but uh, I think Masterpiece Theater is the, the first thing that popped in mind when you said him, when you said uh. Grand and I think that's the tone that he would take with his podcast. And I think it would put most people to sleep. Um, but he is a genius, so I would turn, tune in to that. I but, think we should uh, put a vote out. I think we should put a vote out there to the Scuttlebutters. Who would they listen to, Grand Almarthon or uh, 
Hondo Anaka. Yeah, all right. So, Brad, one year uh, on the beaches of Scarif, uh, we've uh, met uh, quite a few people. We've uh, generated this uh, wonderful project that is the Scarif podcast. Uh, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling pumped. Uh, you know, it's it's great to be back with you. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's been a year, but I think we're only just getting started on this project. So I'm excited. So, yeah, getting back to my cheesy paragraph in the end, Star Wars has brought us closer to the fandom through collaboration and dialogue. And in a way, the podcast has brought a newer appreciation of what it means to be part of this community you know i'm going to add some sappy music in the uh, background to this don't you of course uh you know so why do we do it what are some of the rewards uh what drives us um brad what are uh you know we're, I, I think uh, we're all doing it for the money aren't we oh man i'll tell you what if uh, no 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 we can't say that <laughs> at all uh, <laughs> uh no it's that it's those moments you know that uh uh, you know, going back to that balance episode, like with with Alex, and and we see this on Twitter as well. When you say something that you know somebody hasn't heard before, or an idea that they had not um, contemplated, and they have that moment of epiphany, like, oh wow, I I never thought about it that way, and uh, now I see this in a whole new light. Uh, that's you know that's the kind of thing that drives me. Yeah, that is great. That is great to hear. Uh, you know, a year's worth, and uh, we're still getting those moments, those wonderful moments that you speak of, uh, you know, uh, exciting our listeners and exciting ourselves, really, because, uh, you know, now that we've uh, uh, not only connected with listeners of our podcast, we've connected with a lot of content creators and a lot of uh, creators of other podcasts. Um, that uh, have definitely been on our uh, listen list. Uh, so it's uh, it's always exciting to uh, hear uh, what other people say and how other people uh, you know relate to Star Wars uh, that may be similar to our relationship with the films, but uh, mostly it's different. But it's all good because uh, it's uh, what makes us family, and that's one of the things that I really really enjoy about being a uh, Star Wars podcaster. Absolutely. This day in Star Wars history, April 8th, 2013, Yoda is chosen as the most popular character by fans in the first annual This Is Madness character tournament on StarWars.com. If you want more Star Wars news and articles, head on over to FarFarAwayNews.com, our partner on special Twitter events like this week's Quarantine Spirit Week. And as of April 9th, we've got one more day, the mother of all Fridays, Star Wars Friday. Show us your Star Wars spirit. Special thanks to Nicole at PeaceLove underscore SW. Peace love Star Wars. And that's the Scuttlebutt. (laughs) 
So usually we end the uh, series here with a little Q&A that you and I started many moons ago. It's a little quiz section called... This is Sentry Mode. Oh no, you're still doing it? No! <laughs> yeah, we are still doing that, Brad. And I think uh, I think uh, you owe me one. So uh, yeah. let's get uh, let's get this started. What do you got for right. me? All right, here we go. Question number one: Which stormtrooper wasn't able to complete his mission in Star Wars: The Force Awakens? Which stormtrooper wasn't able to complete his mission? At the Which beginning, mission? At, at the beginning of Star Wars: The oh, Force the Awakens. Oh, oh, bloody hands! Uh, you talking about Finn's friend? No, no, Finn. Are oh, you talking about Finn? Well, yeah. FN two one eight. Then I thought you meant uh, his poor friend. No, poor <laughs> with the bloody Mister Bloody Hands. Uh, That's uh, right. FN two one eight seven. Excellent, excellent. Question number two: What kind of vehicle did Ray live in? She lived in a dilapidated. Adat, uh, that was used in the last battle of Scarif from the Aftermath series. That is correct. Yeah. And double points for calling it an Adat. An Adat? Yes. An Adat. <laughs> don't come at me with that other stuff. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't care what Alex thinks it is. It's Adat. You know, it's still debated across Twitterers. <laughs> they would. They don't know. Oh, my God. They weren't there on Hoth. They didn't see what I saw. All right. Question number three. And this uh, goes back to our wonderful collaboration, our uh, mega crossover episode with the folks over at Coruscant Radio Underground. And you have to say the correct terminology when you describe your answer who killed Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi? Wait. What correct terminology by, by whose standards? By your standards, because you asked Marisha this question. Okay. <clears throat> mm. uh, okay. It, it, I will say um, that's uh, the general. The general. Hold on. Okay. You got to remember what how that episode came oh, out. I, I, I know that, but I'm covering all my bases, so there's no <laughs> way I can get it wrong. That is the uh, general, formerly known as Princess Leia, uh, incorrectly called Slave Leia, properly called the Hut Slayer. Did I cover Excellent. all my bases? Excellent. You covered all your bases. You gave us all the correct yeah. answers. That <laughs> is fantastic. Love it. To me, she's royalty. Nice, Brad. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> Question number four. According to the Emperor, what was Luke Skywalker's weakness? It was a line in Return Your to faith Jedi. in your friends is yours. Yes, do it. Don't don't come at me with no Return of the Jedi questions now. That's my favorite movie of all time. You can't come at me with no Return of the Jedi questions. Rusty, I still got it. I'm four for four, so you got to bring it. Yeah. All right. Question number five in Sentry Mode, our very special one-year anniversary edition show. Who fixed the hyperdrive on the Millennium Falcon? In Empire Strikes Back, the character who fixed the hyperdrive is none other than 
R2D2, sorry, who talked to the computer on Cloud City and found out that they had disabled the hyperdrive while they were sitting there docked at Cloud City, and it was R2 that fixed it. Excellent. You are a winner of all our Sentry Modes. hey This is Sentry Mode. Hey, Scuttle Buddies, this is Trevor Beast 454 and that was Sentry Mode, the Star Wars Sentry Quiz of Scarif Podcast. If you want more Star Wars quizzes, visit sporkle.com slash games slash subcategory slash Star Wars, S-P-O-R-C-L-E dot com. And I'd like to personally congratulate Team Scarif on their first year of the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. It's been a great one. May the force be with you. And that's the scuttlebutt. Well done, Brad. Well done. You uh, have proven that even after a long hiatus, you are still the master (laughs) of sentry mode. And uh, that is uh, very commendable, Brad. The the force is definitely with you. Thank you. Uh, Quarantine. Lots of time to study. And it goes without saying, I just wanted to give a heartfelt thank you to our patrons this year all across the galaxy. Folks like Matt Vader 74, Nicholas Schaefer, Hyperspace and Holocrons, The Salty Nerd, Brad the Scuttlebutt himself, and Jay, a.k.a. Drunk 3PL. Thank you guys, every single one of you, for all the support you give on our Patreon. All right, Scuttle Buddies, thank you again for joining us on our one-year anniversary show. This is Ro. We got Brad on the other side here. But if you're new to the channel, thank you very much for checking us out. We really hope you enjoyed uh, our uh, kind of like little recap, our one-year anniversary show of the Scarif podcast. I hope you uh, will continue to check out the rest of our back catalog. We can be found uh, everywhere that you find your other favorite podcasts like spotify itunes stitcher pandora iHeartRadio. go ahead and ask your smart speaker to play the scare of podcast and i'm sure we'll pop up talk to it and uh enjoy the podcast one last thing brad i know usually we end by saying that uh everything is sunny on scarif and all that stuff alex usually says that's the scuttlebutt but since alex is uh not here tonight uh Maybe uh, you can ring us out uh, on this episode and uh, give us uh, your blessings. Don't forget to deploy the garrison because it's always sunny on Scarif, and that's the scuttlebutt. Beautifully done, Brad. (laughs) 